You are listening to the Recruiting Hogs podcast with myself, Mason Choate, and Alex Trader from hogbeat.com. Uh, go to hogbeat.com, H-A-W-G-B-E-A-T.com for all of your Arkansas athletics coverage. Um, this is a new a new podcast. It's, it's the Recruiting Hogs podcast, first episode, and uh, we're going to have Jalen Braxton later on for you. Just committed to the Hogs, cornerback out of Texas, rivals four-star cornerback. He's going to talk about his his commitment to the Hogs, why he chose the Hogs, basically everything that you want to know about a recruit. We're going to talk about that with him. And uh, those are the type of things you're going to get on this podcast. We're going to have recruits on. We're going to have um, plenty of guests on that are going to be great for you as, as, as far as recruiting goes. If you love recruiting, this is a great podcast for you. It's part of the newly uh, put together Hogbeat podcast network that includes the Recruiting Hogs podcast and the Diamond Hogs podcast and a few more to come as well. So we're very excited to get started. Uh, very excited that you are tuned in to the Recruiting Hogs podcast. Okay, first off, Alex, you are uh, you're the recruiting analyst over at hogbeat.com. So let's just lay this out here. Alex is going to be the guy bringing all of the knowledge. Um, I'm I, I, I'm getting into it. I'm starting to learn a little bit more. Um, but Alex is your guy. And that's why he's on here with myself. Uh, you're on vacation. And that's okay. It's the summer. It's okay to be on vacation. But uh, has it been a little bit difficult to keep up with stuff while you're on vacation? Yeah, you know, I was told it was going to be the dead period coming up. Uh, and it was time, you know, all the coaches get to go on vacation. I was thinking, you know what, it's probably a good time. I'm not having to go cover official visits or do any of that. Uh, no, it's been nonstop since the start of that dead period. Arkansas's landed now five commits since the start of July. And uh, the most recent one, Jalen Braxton, who we're going to have on and talk to here in a little bit, is a huge, huge pickup for Arkansas. So uh the Arkansas fans should be very excited about what's going on in Fayetteville right now. And as this 2023 class starts to wrap, it's going to be really, really interesting to see, you know, what kind of, what kind of players and what kind of battles the staff is able to, to get in, get in with and be able to bring into the program. So as far as right now and kind of our, our first few episodes and probably, you know, the, the majority of what we're going to talk about until, um, you know, I guess next, next spring and summer is going to be this 2023 class. Um, because that's what's on tab. They'll have commits in the 2024 class, and we'll talk about those. But as of now, Arkansas has 21 commitments in the 2023 class, um, and they're ranked number five by rivals in the nation. Um, Alex, you know, they've got some four-star guys. They've got some higher three-star guys. Um, is, do you think this, that this ranking is more of they have 21 commitments, which is, you know, quite a bit compared to some other schools rather than – I mean, yes, they have quality guys, but it's also the quantity as well. Oh, absolutely. It's the quantity. I mean, it's very, very impressive what this staff is doing right now. Don't get me wrong. But Tennessee was leading the country in recruiting last year around this time. And we saw where their last class ended up last season. It's just something where, you know, a lot of those higher level recruits, those five stars, those really high four stars are waiting a little bit, weighing their options. And then you're going to see them go to Alabama or, uh, Ohio State or Georgia or you know AM as of late. That's just the way that recruiting goes. But to find yourself at this point in the cycle at number five in the country um, with the bulk of your commitments already in, it's really, really impressive what Sam Pittman and his staff are doing. And I'm, you know, I'm excited to see how these guys are able to translate on the field because even some of the lower ranked guys, you can see 
some pretty good potential. And if you watch their film, Malachi Singleton was one, the quarterback uh, that Arkansas signed who, or not signed yet, but has committed, um, came on as a 5.5 three-star in rivals rankings and has since moved up to a 5.7 and was recently named to the elite 11 out in California. So probably going to see another ratings jump for him. Um, what we do is very interesting because you do have those ratings kind of base off of, but ratings aren't everything. So um, Arkansas is getting guys that they feel comfortable in, in taking to that next level. So as far as the number, the, the quantity, having those 21 commitments, um, I, you know, I don't know how deep you are into the amount of commits that they can take in this class. I don't even know if we, we haven't really talked to Sam Pittman about that yet because it's been more focused on the guys that are coming in for 2022 this fall. Um, so, I mean, they just kind of talk about who they've targeted, kind of what positions they've, that they've really made a priority and positions that you can see them going after moving forward to finish off this 2023 class. Yeah, so, so far in the class, I, I broke it down into a couple of tiers. So first, you're going to see the positions that this class is set at. You're likely not going to see anyone else coming in unless, you know, you're landing the top of the line guy that's at the top of your board. And that, that's going to be the quarterback position with Malachi Singleton, like I mentioned, recently named to the Elite 11. And really, I mean, he had an offer from Georgia coming, uh, and he decided to come to Arkansas and become a part of what Sam Pittman is building with Kendall Bryles with that offense. Um, so you're probably set there. One guy who, you know, you could see come this way is Ricky Collins, the Purdue commit. Um, but I think that ship has sailed. There were rumors earlier that Arkansas was trying to flip him and bring in a second quarterback for this class. I have heard the, I haven't heard much about those since uh, that time. So I'm going to go ahead and assume those kind of fell through um, or, or maybe they found someone, you know, at a different position that they like better and, and the numbers worked out that way. But uh, in addition to quarterback, you're also completely, completely set at tight end. You're not taking another tight end in the 2023 class. I don't care who it is. You've already got Luke Hayes, who's a high four-star. You've got Shamar Easter, who's also a Rivals, one, or a Rivals 250 player. And then you've also got Jaden Ham out of Eudora, Kansas, who really hasn't gotten his shine in terms of being a part of this class. But he's a high three-star tight end who really is going to you know, bring some – the nice thing about this class of tight ends is that they're all bringing something different to the, to the, to the team. So, you know, Luke Hayes is really that prototypical tight end. And then you've got Shamar Easter, who's going to go out there. And I watched his highlights a couple months back and the dude looks like Megatron. He, he's a tight end sized guy that, that probably could be playing receiver because he has that skill set and he has that speed. So it's, it's going to be really, really interesting to see the dynamic that this staff is able to bring in with those tight ends and see what they're able to do with the offense. So you talk about the the recent commits. I mean, it's been it's it's just been going crazy with with you know on to, on top of football. There's been a lot of baseball commits. Um, I guess we should probably talk about baseball because this is also I mean it's the recruiting hogs podcast. It's not just football recruiting. Um, so we can we can hit a little bit of that, but of course our main focus is going to be football. That's that's what drives the attention most of the time. I'm curious these next these next few days or weeks or however long. I know that there's some guys that you know have Arkansas on their list and they'll be committing soon. What are some of those names that people should be looking out for um, as far as you know guys who might be committing to Arkansas here in the next however long? Yeah, and, you know, that's where, where these next couple of tiers come in is 
you know, you've got a couple positions where you might take one, but you don't really need them. Uh, it's more of a, you know, a luxury of riches, if you will. So that would be running back. You'll, you've got Isaiah Agustave. You'll, you're happy with him. Jimmy Smith seems to be really, really interested in what he's able to bring as well as that running back room that you already have in Fayetteville and Braylon Russell coming in the 2024 class. Um, don't forget about him. But jo uh, Jovan Simpkins is, is someone who, you know, hasn't made his decision. He's really – I'm expecting him to go to either Louisville or UCF at this point. But he did include Arkansas in his top schools a couple of months back. Um, so that there's a possibility there. You've also got, you know, with, with another defensive back commit, you're probably set at that position. But Ricky Gibson, who officially visited a couple weeks ago, is really, really fast in this uh, a high three-star that Dominique Bowman, you know, may, may turn to Coach Pittman and say, hey, can we bring this guy in? He's got what we're wanting. He's, he's athletic and he's, he's could be translated to other positions as well. Um, so, so those two are, are ones that I feel pretty comfortable saying you're set at. And then also you've got defensive line where you, you've picked up a couple of commits recently. You had two defensive tackle commits very, very recently. Um, but another name to keep an eye on is uh, defensive tackle Marcus Steele, who yesterday announced that Arkansas was in his top six and was on, a, on an official visit to Fayetteville a couple of weeks ago. So um, that's another name to look out for on the defensive line and that tier of guys that, you know, it'd be great to bring them in. You'd be perfectly fine bringing them in but you absolutely, you're also fine without them. You don't necessarily need them to be a part of this class. And then uh, finally, you're looking at, at positions where you need at least one more. You, you definitely need to bring in at least one more. And I, I think right now you're looking at that as offensive line, um, linebacker, and wide receiver. Absolutely wide receiver is probably even a tier below uh, linebacker and offensive line because you, you only have one commit right there, and that's Micah T, who we talked about a little bit Okay. Um, good stuff there, Alex. I'll probably, um, I'm, I'm going to talk some baseball stuff. Alex, not our baseball guy. That's more of myself and Robert Stewart, who's not on this, but uh, if you want some more baseball content, you can go listen to the Diamond Hawks podcast. That is myself and Robert Stewart. But as far as uh, baseball recruiting goes, um, Arkansas currently has 15 transfer commitments. Um, now, five of those are Division One, ten are JUCO guys, junior college guys. And I know people sometimes don't want to, you know, call junior college guys transfers, but I'm just going to add them in there. Um, the, the recent guys, you know, as far as when this podcast is being recorded, uh, Saturday, we're recording this on Sunday, Saturday, we're putting this out on Monday. Uh, Saturday, Julian Bosnick from South Carolina. He's a left-handed pitcher committed to the Hogs. I think that uh, he's one of those guys that, He's draft eligible. He could get drafted, might not make it to campus. I think he does make it to campus, but he just adds to this loaded Arkansas pitching staff that they're going to have next year, especially if Connor Nolan comes back. Cody Frank, a guy from Nebraska, he's another one of those transfer pitchers coming in. He's a guy who could spot start. He reminds me a lot of Will McIntyre as a, a guy who could – he can start a game, but he can also give you some long relief out of the bullpen. And then as far as, you know, position player guys, they got a big commitment from Jordan Sprinkle. He's an infielder out of UC Santa Barbara, a shortstop guy. I heard from a, a former hog that he's the real deal. He can he can be as good. I, and I don't want to go as far to say he can be as good as Jalen Battles at shortstop because Jalen Battles is a major league shortstop. But he can be a very talented shortstop, and he can also hit the ball pretty well. He's another guy who might get drafted, Jordan Sprinkle. Um, out of UC Santa Barbara. So look out for that. 
And then uh, just the other D1 guys they have is Tavian Josenberger and Jared Wagner. Um, Josenberger out of Kansas, Wagner out of Creighton. I, I would I would have to guess both those guys are going to be starters next year. Um, but they they have some some work to do in the portal. Really need a catcher. A guy to keep an eye on is uh, Hudson Polk from Oklahoma. Um, didn't play a whole lot for the Sooners, but he's a guy to keep an eye on. I, I've heard some noise about him. And uh, if he was to come to Arkansas, you know, he played behind a talented catcher. The Hogs have a history of guys playing behind really talented catchers and then coming in and doing great themselves. Just look as, as recent as Casey Opitz, a guy played played behind Grant Cook, came out, and, I mean, we all know how good Casey Opitz was. So um, that's the position of need. The big position of need is catcher. They're set at infielder. They got a ton of infielders. Um Van Horn said that at least six of the guys that they have coming in, um, some of them might be listed as an infielder, but he has some of those guys as true outfielders. So they'll be fine there. Pitching staff, fine. Right now, what they really need is they need a catcher because they got that left-handed. They needed another left-handed pitcher, and they got that in Bosnick from South Carolina. If he can stay healthy and make it to campus, I think he's going to be good. Razorback pitching staff, going to be great. Um, Okay, let's wrap this up before we get to Jalen Braxton. Want to remind everybody, you can go over to hogbeat.com. Every week, Alex has his recruiting roundup, which uh, really just brings everything together for people who, you know, can't keep up with it on a day-to-day basis. You go through it, Alex. You put everything on there. You want to detail that a little bit? Tell them what you do. Yeah, so uh, it's brought to us by our friends over at myperfectfranchise.net. They, they've really helped us out over the last year. Um, but it is essentially what you said. It, it's something that you can look at if you weren't able to stick to the, the weekly grind of recruiting and follow every little thing that's happening with Arkansas, uh, football, basketball recruiting. We have baseball in there whenever we can. Um, like Mason said, I do need a little bit of help with that because there is just so much going on, but uh, it, it is essentially, you know, we talk about if there's any commitments, we talk about, there's a section about the different commits. Uh, we have our film study section where, I give a little bit of a, a more in-depth part of the breakdown. And then I also link to that breakdown, uh, link to all the stories that are going on that past week. That way, uh, if there's something that catches your eye, you're able to look through that. And then new to the Hogbeat site, which we started last week, was our Hogbeat Town Hall, which um, is essentially a, a classic Q&A format for our subscribers um, on the trough, our premium message board. And it allows, allows you to ask new questions um, about what's going on with Razorback football recruiting. And I do my best to go out there and answer them. I, I do a little bit of digging behind the scenes too, whenever I need to, to try and bring you guys answers to those questions. Uh, and, and then every week we, uh, I'm going to be throwing them into just a, a story where, you know, if you're not a subscriber, but you still want to have a little bit, a little taste of what's going on there, you're able to sample three of the questions I answer. There's generally a lot more than that. Um, but three of the, three of the questions are, are free. And then also in the roundup, I provide another bonus question that's free that um, just provides a little bit more for you uh, and shows off you know, the, the value that you do get for becoming a subscriber because there is so, so much going on with Razorback football recruiting that the free pieces do do a lot for it. But you're definitely if you're if you follow recruiting and you think it's a, that it's interesting and you want to see what's going on, it's definitely worth going ahead and subscribing to Hogby because you do get that that type of coverage that you just can't get for free. I agree. I, I think one of those things that people always talk about is, you know, how the, the subscription-based stuff is kind of going out of style. But I think what we're doing over at hogbeat.com right now, what Alex is doing, what I'm providing, 
what Jackson Collier with the basketball team is providing. Um, it is all worth your money, worth the subscription, because yes, you can get that free content, but if you're not subscribed, if you're not over there on the message board, on the trough, getting all that information, not just from ourselves, we have subscribers who are plugged in. And so they, they bring information to us that we might've not already know. And so you only get that if you subscribe and you go to the trough. So I highly recommend that. And uh, if you don't want to, we still got plenty of free content, uh, including this podcast. This is also going to be on the Hogbeat YouTube. Just type in Hogbeat on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube. And uh, we really appreciate that because the, the video content that we put out is great. I think that a lot of people prefer that over reading something. So if you prefer video content, go over to Hogbeat on YouTube and check that out as well. But uh, yeah, this was, I, I like this, Alex, we're not going to make it a super long podcast, like an hour long podcast every week. We want to make it, you know, short enough to where you can listen to it on your drive to work or your drive home or just chilling at home or whatever. And you want to, you know, know some more about what's going on with recruiting for Arkansas. That's what this podcast is. It's the Recruiting Hogs podcast. That's what it's titled. Part of the Hogbeat Podcast Network. And uh, yeah, um, Alex, you got one more thing to add? Yeah, so um in those three positions of need that I did mention, uh, offensive line, linebacker, and wide receiver, there were three names that just so happened to be um, pretty hot on Arkansas's radar, and two of them are committing this week. Uh, so I think you're listening to it Monday. Uh, one's committing tomorrow, and the other one's committing Wednesday. Not quite sure where yet, but Arkansas did land in both of their final schools. Um, the first one is Brad Spence, who will be committing sometime Tuesday. He's a linebacker out of Klein Forest, Texas. And he will, uh, he'll be choosing between Arkansas, Cal, and Texas. I really see this more of a two-man race between Arkansas and Cal, um, his two last official visits, as, you know, they both have offered his brother, and he seemed really, really interested in the idea of playing for either school. Um, I think it's going to come down to his personal preference of where he wants to be, but uh, if there's an absolute tie, you know, Arkansas did give in on his brother just a couple days before Cal did, so there's potentially a tiebreaker there. Um, as well as Davion Dozier, who's a wide receiver out of Moody, Alabama. I mentioned Arkansas only has one wide receiver in this class right now. And uh, what would I, what would you say if I told you that Arkansas could add Traylon Burks to this class, Mason? If they could add Traylon Burks to the class, I mean, that would be huge. He's arguably the greatest wide receiver in Arkansas football history. So that would be pretty big time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to go out here and say that this kid is Traylon Burks just yet, but um, according to him, after his visit, uh, his visit that he took a couple of weeks ago to Arkansas, the staff told him that they that he reminds him of uh, them of Traylon Burks. So that that's quite a compliment to pick up from this Arkansas staff, and it'd be a heck of a pickup for Coach Kenny Guyton. Um, Dozier also told uh, told reporters that you know he would be or that the staff would wait for his commitment. They said that they were waiting on him; they weren't going to rush him. They would let him take his time and make his decision, um, and he'll be choosing between. Uh, Arkansas, Maryland, Duke, South Carolina, and Tennessee on Wednesday. Um, you can find more information on that on his Twitter as well as my Twitter. I, I'll be tweeting about it as well. Uh, that'll be uh, at Trader Rivals if you guys want to stay plugged in. Uh, not everything I tweet makes it over to the board, but um, the, the, being plugged into both definitely gives you everything that you need to know about Arkansas recruiting. Um, and that third name to look out for is a 5.8 four-star offensive lineman, Bison Lang. Um, he would be a massive, massive pickup for the Razorbacks. 
he's out of Pike Road, Alabama. So that that'd be someone that that you know, would kind of be following the trend of all these Alabama kids coming and deciding to play ball for Sam Pittman over at Arkansas. Um, you struck out on Connor Stroh, who went to Texas. It looks like you're going to strike out on Madden Sanker, who was another official visitor that, that looked promising to Arkansas at one point. Um, looks like he's going to be going to either Louisville or Georgia here in the next couple of days. So uh, two landing two, two four-stars would be a heck of a backup plan for Coach Ken- Cody Kennedy and Sam Pittman, and it looks like they might just find themselves in a position to do that with Lang uh, as, his, as his commitment draws to a close. All right. Well, as we've mentioned, go over to hogbeat.com, subscribe for all of this information, and follow Alex on Twitter at Trader Rivals. Myself, I'm at Chote Mason. We'll keep you updated over there as well. Uh, but that's going to do it for our part of the Recruiting Hogs podcast. Now we're going to talk with Jalen Braxton. All right. We now welcome on Jalen Braxton, who just committed to the Razorbacks. He's a cornerback out of Texas. Jalen, um, I mean, the obvious question is, you know, you're a hog now. How does it feel to wake up as a Razorback? Oh, it feels good. Every day I just – I had committed earlier, like, on my visit. But every day since, I'm just like, man, I can't wait to get to Arkansas. I can't wait to get to Arkansas. So, I'm just ready to get down there and, and really start playing. You said you committed on your visit. Uh, what took so long to, to go ahead and, you know, make it public? I wanted them to do it on my mom's birthday. <clears throat> so – that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Well, uh, good for you for you know loving your mom so much that you'll give her a nice birthday present that you're gonna be a yeah. you're gonna be a hog. So um let, let's let's get down to business. So you were originally committed to Michigan State. Um, then you decided to, you know, break that off. You're a hog now. What went into all that and you know, why did you eventually choose Arkansas? Just like the situation for my family, like it's closer there I should be able to go to my games. So I had to take the, all that into consideration. I got a, I got a big family. Most of them, they don't like traveling, flying on planes. So for them just to get down there, drive, it was easier for my family then. Just as I watched, as I, everything Arkansas had was just, this just blew me away. The strength, the strength staff was the best that I ever seen in any college. Mm-hmm. Then just like the players, vibing around the players. I could do that and then ultimately playing in the SEC. That's always been a dream mm-hmm. of mine. My little league team, our um, our team name was actually called the SEC Athlete. So, speaking of that little league team, I know at your official visit you talked about uh, one of your teammates who's going to be your teammate again here in a couple or in a couple seasons. Talk a little bit about that relationship with uh, Arkansas freshman linebacker Jordan Crook. Oh, so me and me and uh, Crook, we played together on like our this national team in middle school, so. I was playing up, but yeah, um, and Crook, you know, he he different. <laughs> he was playing when we was playing together. He was playing receiver, running back, linebacker. He was playing everything. So now we've been on each other for a long time. And we're cool. So this this Arkansas coaching staff came in a few years ago, and you know they've been doing a great job recruiting. I'm curious, you know, from the perspective of someone who was recruited by them. What is it that is so, you know, interesting and draws you to Arkansas about that staff? Oh, well, they, they're always in constant communication, like always reaching out. Either it was Coach Bowman, Coach Hutchins, or Coach Matthews. Those was people recruiting me. And then they even – I originally was, wasn't going visiting Arkansas. They just kept calling me saying, come visit. And then I was like, shit, I'm going to go check it, check them out, see what they're talking about. 
And then they obviously Coach Bowman, he's a young coach. And then for that reason too, you can relate to him. And then he's also probably the, the best of what he's he knows what he's talking about, knows what he's doing from what I seen when I was on the board with him in the film room and stuff like that. Yeah, and you can see that in the fact that a couple of kids have committed just over the last couple of days. Right. Uh, I think five, four or five defensive back commits since the start of July. You know, have you been able to talk to those guys? And what's the general consensus from what you're hearing about what Coach Bowman's going to bring to the table? Yes, I have been able to talk to them. I'm talking to most of them because we are actually all like in the group chat. We talked on the daily a little bit, but no, they all say the same thing that Coach Bowman's the best. And they've been, obviously, they've been to many other schools. I've been to many other schools, and I ain't seen a DB coach better than him yet. So as far as the current players for Arkansas, they have some veteran guys there in the secondary, you know, a Texas guy in Jalen Cattle. And I'm, I'm curious, were you able to talk to any of the current players? Did, did you get to communicate with any of them during your recruitment time? Um, I didn't get to talk to Cattle. On. Only, the only person in the secondary I talked to was Dwight McLaughlin. And he just transferred from LSU. What did he have to say? Oh, he was telling me, he was just telling me that he loves Arkansas. It's better than LSU and stuff like that. And saying, you come here, you're going to get developed. And he's talking about, he's since he's been there, he's done got better with his technique. And he's just really focusing on polishing up his technique and stuff like that. So as far as your decision to commit to Arkansas, you know, there's there's the factors of coaching and facilities and stuff like that. But were you able to look around the campus and just was there anything about Fayetteville in general that really drew you in? Um, it's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I say, like the business is around Fayetteville with NIL. It's going to you can you can go play, go play on the field and the businesses you have business opportunities and even with school and stuff, like I want to major in business. So, and it's all the businesses around there. I can intern and learn more about that stuff. So I'll say that. Yeah. And that's another, you know, interesting wrinkle that's really come in over the last year. Um, for, for those who in the audience who may not know what it's like to be recruited, you know, what, what is that process like for you and how, how has NIL changed it even over the last uh, couple of, of months or years? Um, it's different for different guys. Like I would, me, like NIL was, I never got like any, through any like major deals, like nothing ever anything, but it's something that people consider. And, you know, based off different schools, it's going to be, you can make more NIL somewhere. It's all based on the fans though, the fans and then like the city around you. So I think like if you're in a dead city, like you ain't gonna make too much NIL money, but if you're a college town where, a lot of people are around. It's more NIL to be made. But ultimately, NIL, you got to go play first. Yeah, so speaking of that, you know, now that you're committed, I, I've seen that you've started to kind of recruit yourself on Twitter, trying to get some oh, other yeah, guys to come yeah. to Arkansas. So what what's that like? You, you, I, of course, you want to build something here at Arkansas, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. I, right now, our, the recruiting class we got coming in, it's already stacked loaded. And it's true. we can keep building that by the time we're we upperclassmen, we it's gonna be hard to beat. It's gonna be hard to beat us. Um, you, I don't want to get too much into your former commitment, but I, I did read somewhere that you you said that you you know might you might have rushed into it and that you felt like you were a little bit pressured to commit uh, on your official visit to Michigan State. Can you talk a little bit about what that commitment was like and 
um, you know, beyond the family being able to come watch you, what led you to know that Arkansas was the right place um, in comparison to Michigan State or other schools you visited? Um, like I said, when I went to Michigan State, I had nothing bad to say about Michigan State. I loved everything when I went to Michigan State. Same with Arkansas. As I just looked at it as far as coaching-wise, and it was ultimately coaching and distance for my family. That was pretty much the key on everything and playing in the SEC. So, so now that you're you're committed, you've got another year of high school football left to play. What are you trying to build on during that season? Um, like I was focusing on my more of my technique, and I just need right now for my team. I'm gonna be doing whatever my team needs me to do to win. So I'm gonna be playing a lot of offense. I'm I'm gonna be on offense. I'm gonna have a heavy load. So, but defensively, continue to keep doing what I've been doing, and I gotta offensively, I gotta come and just be that spark on offense this year. And I think something that that all Razorback fans are wondering, um, what do you think you're going to be bringing to this team in Fayetteville? What type of player is is the uh, the Arkansas Razorback staff getting in Jalen Braxton? Oh, well, I think. Oh, well, I know that I'm going to be a hard worker. I'm going. I'm going to be a great kid. I ain't going to ever get in no trouble. So then I'm going to take care of my business, and you're going to get a great player out of me. And hopefully, well, hopefully, yeah, I can win a Jim Thorpe Award. That's my goal. There you go, man. That's a that's a good goal there. Um, this will be the last one for me. I'm curious what it is. I don't know how much time you got to talk to Sam Pittman. I'm curious what it is about him as just a, a, a man in general that just makes it so easy to talk to him and want to play for him. Um, he was just real. He's just real genuine, you know, caring. He just – he people like – it's hard to describe. He was telling jokes, cracking jokes. Like, he's just real easy to talk to. And with most head coaches, is really not like that. It's kind of like – it's like a weird feeling or there's tension in the room. But with him, you can just have a normal conversation. All right, Jalen. Well, that this was great. I, I want to tell you personally that, you know, for a, for a high school kid, you, you, you're you very well spoken. So thank you. Thank good, you. Good job there. We wish you the best of luck and thank you for coming on today, man. Yeah. Yes, congrats no again on your commitment. Thank you. all Thank you. All, all right, Jalen. Have a good one. Is yes, there you too?